0: This is episode 16 of Be Electric with me, Jodie Shield. I'm a conscious business coach, an author, a TEDx speaker and a wellness entrepreneur. And every week I'm bringing you a world expert in human performance or I'm sharing a relatable, powerful key theme that will help you unlock more of your own potential. Now, I'm really excited because this week I'm chatting with Julian Mitchell about the power of medicinal mushrooms. Julian gave me some lion's mane just before the interview and I have to say it went pretty damn smoothly. Now to be clear we're not talking about psilocybin or psychoactive hallucinatory mushrooms today. We are talking about medicinal mushrooms which form part of your daily supplements. To give you some context I'm going to talk about Julian's company which is Lifecycle which he co-founded and it's an evolutionary focused mycelium biotechnology company and it engineers positive solutions to real world problems. We talk about one massive solution in the episode today which blew my mind. I had no idea that mushrooms were so powerful. Now, before Lifecycle, Julian worked as a physio in the English Premier League and he's now a high-quality, sustainable mushroom farmer. What a cool job. He's also a biohacker, and he works with high-performing athletes, pro sports people, music artists, and people who are at the top of their game, and everyone else in between who has an active interest in working with and using medicinal mushrooms. Julian believes that mushroom biotechnology will play a key role in our evolution, both as individuals and as a species. Now, since chatting with Julian and geeking out on the science and research, which I really love to do, I can wholeheartedly say that I fully endorse the mushrooms, especially the lion's mane mushroom. Because lion's mane made me feel really relaxed it smoothed my communication and my nervous system but not only that I later found out that lion's mane actually promotes nerve growth factor which helps re-stimulate the nerve growth in the brain so I hope that you enjoy the next half an hour or so and if you do then subscribe rate and comment in the relevant section of your podcast app and also remember to check out the show notes and learn more about me on my website, jodyshield.co.uk. So have a listen, get inspired and be electric. so we've just given, you've just given me some Lion's Mane? Some Lion's Mane tincture. liquid
1: extract, exactly. Okay. Yeah, we're going to be which, in a deep flow soon.
0: Which, t- <laughs> <laughs> my favourite words at the moment are flow state. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and the tincture tasted um, a little bit tangy, but mm. perfectly fine.
1: Yeah, it's um, and we didn't realize this when we brought out tinctures that they can be quite foul tasting. Yeah, um, but just through, I guess, our team of scientists, and we've been able to make them tasty because we know even if you're a health nut like ourselves, perhaps even if it's foul tasting, it's like, hmm, should I have it or should I not? So, for the everyday consumer, they're definitely not going to. Um, pick up that habit after a few days, they're going to be like, you know, their minds going to say that doesn't taste good and not have it and so I think a big part of adoption and habits is trying to make it easy for the consumer through not power tasting.
0: Nice, (laughs) so um, I'm just welcoming Julian to London and you are here um, at the moment, what are you doing in London at the
1: moment? Yeah, I was in Ireland last week for an MMA fight, so we've been working with some fighters who've, um, I guess, been using our product and found great benefit for training and high performance. And then these last few days, I've been at a few EPL football clubs, right. um, chatting to the medical teams there about how to integrate these mushrooms into high-performing athletes. Wow!
0: Mm. When you say MAA fighter, what is that?
1: Mixed martial arts, so UFC type style, where it's just you're in a ring with someone, and it's you know it's pretty it's on for young and old in the sense that you can fight, you can box, you can take them to the ground. It's just it's it's pretty brutal stuff um, in terms of an athlete. Some of the best athletes in the world in terms of physical stamina that you need, um, so very impressive. But yeah, I didn't really know that two months ago either. But we had some guys reach out to us um, that were using the product. We actually had um, a feature on Joe Rogan a couple of weeks ago where we had Rashad Evans, who's a Hall of Fame UFC fighter, um, you know, talk about our extracts as well. So they're finding great benefit.
0: Wow. Okay. So. For the purposes of all the, everyone listening mm. today, what we're talking about are mushroom tinctures. Can you explain a little bit about what that
1: means? Yeah, I think the introduction is sort of like, you know, because people think mushrooms, they go, oh, is it a shroom or is it a, a button mushroom in my risotto or pasta or will it kill me? Um, but, you know, the world of fungi is an entire kingdom and what we're focused on is the functional mushrooms right now medicinal mushrooms is what they're also called uh, in different cultures mm. but these group of mushrooms have medicinal or functional benefits ranging from you know, sleep to libido to you know, energy um, to gut health and so yeah, these mushrooms have been kept in the dark funnily enough for a long time um, and now, western medicine and western society and performers and research institutes are very interested in them even clubs like in the english premier league even in the nfl ufc so Everyone's looking for a natural supplement, um, something that will give them a performance benefit, and that's what these mushrooms can do.
0: Amazing. So um, can you tell us some of the common names or types of mushrooms that you're referring to, just in case for some sure. of the listeners have heard of some of these names? Yeah, already? and maybe
1: the first time they hear about them, but it's a bit like you know, CBD in terms of CBD is now very common. It's, you know, every second person knows what it is in a, in a way, has used it or are familiar with it? Mushrooms is going to with these medicinal mushrooms is going to be exactly the same. And in other parts of the world, LA, um, with the West Coast of you know, U.S., parts of Australia, this is it's pretty normal, and it will become normal everywhere. So the key in the aims really, first and foremost, is lion's mane. Um, that's probably the most popular at the moment because of its cognitive enhancing capabilities, um, because of the ability. What exactly
0: does lion's mane do actually? It's yeah, so, so I've just so taken some lion's mane. You've just mane, taken everyone. some,
1: exactly. So. On a cognitive level, the research shows it promotes nerve growth factor, NGF. And so these mushrooms have been widely researched for many, many years. Um, so it's not as if there's any research behind them, but lion's mane promotes nerve growth factor, which he- helps re-stimulate nerve growth within the brain, so neuroregeneration. regeneration It helps with remyelination. So if you imagine uh, you've got like an electrical cord, which is your nervous system, and it conducts signals, information, coordination of sensory information, Motor information, so picking up a cup, and just when you're in conversation, um, you know you can be caught in mid sentence, like hmm, "What was I saying? What was I doing?" This is signs of aging, signs yeah. of mild cognitive impairment, signs of a decrease in mental clarity. Lion's mane helps promote all of those things and address all of those things, and helps smooth the nervous system and the flow and the conduction when you're in conversation, when you're, you know, playing a sport. So, for example, we've got some elite surfers, um, very big on lion's mane at the moment. So. It's an amazing one for the brain, for promoting nerve growth factor, for keeping it healthy. And that's applicable to all of us, whether you're mm. a student studying, whether you're a professional surfer in a wave, whether you're a snowboarder, whether you're a UFC fighter, whether you're about to give a talk as a lecturer, whether you're, you know, a bit older and you're starting to get cognitive decline and it's like, honey, where did I put my keys? You know, that has an application. So lion's mane, by far, is very popular, Yeah. Um, and then you have other mushrooms like turkey tail. So the turkey Turkey tail, tail. mm, it actually looks like a turkey's tail. The mushroom, so the the colors, and so this mushroom is great for gut health. And so Harvard Medical School did a study to show that two compounds, PSK and PSP. And I won't go too much on the compound side of it, but just understand each one of these mushrooms have Mm. these compounds that are the X factor in terms of what it does. And so Mm. turkey tail for gut health is important. And it was only last year we trained to a neuroscientist, and he's like. We've been looking at the wrong thing for a long time in terms of mood, anxiety, depression. Your gut is very important as well. Even if it comes to IBS, Crohn's, celiac disease, all these mushrooms um, can have an application to the gut health. And so when it comes to mood and anxiety, what we've noticed is that turkey tail and gut health just helps. Um, So it's interesting. There's a lot more research to be done there. We can't Mm -hmm. necessarily rest our hat on things but you get a lot of testimonials that are fascinating to hear.
0: <laughs>
1: mm. um, if I run through the other ones we have, so Lion's Mane, Turkey Tail, Reishi.
0: Reishi, yeah, reishi. I've heard of Reishi.
1: This is sort of just a you know, a calm down the nervous system, turn things down, turn the volume down. Um, very, you know, relaxing in that sense. So a lot of the people sort of talk about relax with Reishi as a common phrase. Mm. And in this society, you know, we're all very on the go, very stressed, many things happening. Our phones are beeping every two seconds. We're on emails. Um, you need that kind of. Um, tool in your toolkit um, for everyone. So that's a, a great mushroom It's known as the the queen of mushrooms in Chinese traditional medicine and if you go to China You see it revered in all the temples and in the artwork and so it's been around for a long time um, But now it's just again making these mushrooms um, Applicable and easy to use and easy to understand why we should be using them and it's just part of our evolution It's just part of you know, connecting back to nature with nature um, so we can evolve and, and so we can also help um, live in this modern society. The other ones are cordyceps. So cordyceps yep. is going the other way, turn the volume up.
0: Right. So energy,
1: stamina, libido. It's known, you know, funnily enough, as Tibetan Viagra um, because traditionally this mushroom is harvested in the Nepalese, Himalayas. And so it's been over harvested now as always. Humans, um, you know, whenever they sort of see a dollar sign and things, we, we go too far one way. Mm. Um, so it's been over harvested, but it's now cultivated as well. Um, so you can't necessarily get it wild harvested unless you want to spend £20,000 or something to get a kilo of it. It's very expensive, right, crazy right. expensive prices. Um, but you can get it in you a know, farmed form, and that's very good for you for yeah, turning the volume up. So a great substitute for coffee, um, but you know, not to hate on coffee. If you add it to your coffee, then you're going to go even further and even longer. Mm. And so you get a four to six hour window of energy from it.
0: Rather than sort of a a peak and trough, Mm.
1: it's more just again a four to six hour flow state. Wow! And so it's great for endurance athletes um, or people who are doing long pieces of of exercise, Mm. Um, but also I think for the office worker who in the afternoon is getting that lag, you know, just like falling asleep at their desk, not wanting another coffee because it will disrupt your sleep, it will drain your adrenals, and then you're on this addiction pathway of caffeine. Which it's caffeine's great to be used as a tool. Um, but the cordyceps can play a role there. And also, yeah, as I mentioned, stamina and, and libido, it's um, been fascinating to hear some testimonials.
0: <laughs> right, so they're the main five. Mm,
1: are, one more is shiitake, Shitake. which we all know and love in our, you know, faux soups or in our um, noodle soups and things in Asian restaurants, but getting the concentration through an extract um, is just more convenient and more powerful. And what you notice is your nails grow really, really fast and really, really strong. So it's sort of like a wolverine um, right. where you'd notice that and your hair gets much thicker. Yeah. And you start to get, in terms of what, a compound called lentinin. Mm-hmm. And lentinin, I mean, probably not so much an issue in the UK, but wherever there's UV radiation a lot of sun exposure, mm. you get sun damage. And you. so we've heard a lot about collagen. Collagen's important and very amazing for skin. The other one is elastin, and this is the elasticity, the firmness mm. with which you have it. As you get older, you lose that firmness naturally. But with getting extra sun exposure, you get that as well. And so what it helps do is break down and prevent elastase and UV radiation. So That's why shiitake is amazing. Um, so they're the main five. Shaga is another one, um, another important mushroom, which it's a hard one to describe shaga because it just does so many things and it's so amazing. That's why it's known as the king of mushrooms. But from an antioxidant point of view, a polyphenol point of view, um, from just a, a general well-being, everyone just feels an uplift. In energy, I think because you're topping up also your trace minerals, so your zinc, your iron, your phosphorus, all of these trace minerals that we may be low on. Mm. This one has an amazing broad spectrum uh, of that, and the reason is, which is fascinating, just to give you the background of chaga. It grows on birch trees, right. and birch trees grow in very, very cold climate. But the birch tree itself is very medicinal. Yeah. So, and it, funnily enough, xylitol, so the, the artificial sweetener comes from the birch tree, but birch sap. Mm. from the tree is very medicinal, mm. been used in ancient cultures, indigenous cultures, for a long time. Yeah. Birch bark has been used in teas for a long time. Yeah. So it's a very medicinal tree and it also grows in very very cold climates, like negative 20 and negative 30. Mm. So if we think of you know, going back to the Wim Hof and things and an anti-aging strategy and the benefits you get from being in a cold climate, yeah. the benefits these trees get from growing in those climates and flourishing in those environments makes them very strong and very medicinal. Mm. And so the shaga grows on the birch tree and it grows in one in every 1,000 trees. And it grows over a period of 10 to 15 years. Wow. So, so it grows in a very cold climate, on a very medicinal tree, very slowly. And so that's just, a, I guess, from an anecdotal subjective point of view, makes sense as to why it's so medicinal. Mm,
0: there's so many questions that are coming Sorry, in that I I was to I ask you. I'm, I'm just like, going wow. Through it, like, um, <laughs> there's so many things. We could talk for so, days. <laughs> yeah, but it's great. You've got so much knowledge, Julian. It's amazing to hear your knowledge. Um, so you do like a, I noticed like a, a pack of of all six. Is that yeah. right? Yeah,
1: the five, the six, the chaga. We've just been able to find a sustainable harvesting model because we didn't want to go down the path to like the cordyceps where it's overharvested. And we wanted to know our supply chain um, before we committed to that product which we've yeah. just, just released. But we have the biohacker set of the five because everyone's like, well, I want that one. That one sounds good as well. <laughs> I should have that one. And to be honest, the entourage is amazing. And mm-hmm. when you have those together, um, and you stack those with your fasting and things. You know, that is evolution.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So um, where to buy the pack will be in the show notes at the end um, of this episode. And uh, I wanted to um, clear a few things up mm. because we're talking about mushrooms, right? Mm. The, the first thing that springs to mind when people are going to be listening to this episode is, is this psilocybin? Is mm. this, does it have a, any psychoactive effects? Um, so can you answer that?
1: I would say no I mean because that's what we exactly it's interesting the conversation in the UK versus US and and Australia I think UK right now is on that verge of is this magic straight away because they're not introduced to the functional mushrooms yet which takes time and is normal and will happen but uh, these functional mushrooms are not psychoactive and to help rebrand psilocybin and magic mushrooms they are important and they will have an important role in depression PSD terminal illness and they will go down a medical path and they will be um, prescribed by psychiatrists and psychologists over time, and that's very positive. Um, that's still quite some time away. I was chatting to the guys who worked on decriminalising cannabis in Denver. So that was the first state to get, and Colorado, the first state to be decriminalised, and they were speaking about mushrooms because they're doing the same work there where it's been, been decriminalised, but still five years away. Yeah. So it's a long way away, and I think that's where functional mushrooms are amazing as the first point of call in terms of you know you can add it to your tea, your coffee, your smoothie, and just getting a micro amount will give you micro benefits mm-hmm. um, that are somewhat noticeable, somewhat noticeable. So yeah. the lion's mane, actually, that we produce, fascinatingly enough, is we've been getting a lot of testimonials, and I can speak on behalf of myself and the team members, dreaming. It increases your dreaming. right? Um, and you have much more vivid dreams that are very clear. And this is fascinating because i have chatting to a doctor who's doing a book on the pineal gland. Mm. And he's saying, really, this is where it's coming from. You're activating the pineal gland um, which is very important um, known as our third eye in different spiritual realms, but very important for creative flow, for connecting the right and left hemisphere because we've got one side that's logical and one side that's creative. And so when the pineal gland is activated, then you're getting you know both of those talking to each other. Yeah. And so it's a fascinating area and the, that's not in any of the research. And that's, I guess, going back in credit to our, our chief scientist, um, who's a French biotech engineer, Thomas Lucia, and the rest of the guys, but we are making a good product that's um, sort of trailblazing in the sense of we're getting testimonials that we've never heard and are fascinating.
0: Yeah. So I had some lines made at the Mm. beginning of this Mm. interview and I'm very, very sensitive Mm. to anything, any shifts. And for me, what I'm feeling now is a sense of openness, Mm. like the communication is flowing between Mm. us really naturally. Yeah. So anything that can support me to get into a zone Mm -hmm. when I'm in scenarios like this is a win-win. So I can imagine the effects that your mushroom supplements are going to have on Mm -hmm. people in, as you say, offices or having to go to high-powered meetings Mm -hmm. and uh, selling creative work or selling their ideas, you know, just really taking away that anxiety or that nervous sensation when you've Mm got to go and put yourself out there in some way. So I'm mm. feeling some really mellow effects, yeah. actually, and that would marry up with what you're saying about putting it, you into a, a kind of dreamy, mm. relaxed
1: yeah. state. Yeah, and it's um, it's funny because we get this constantly, which is great feedback, and we had, um, I was with the sports physician for the WSL, the World Surfing League, um, a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking from his point of view, when he talks to the surfers, and is describing their injury to them and things, he just feels exactly more present, able to, talk and elaborate and converse much in a more smoother way mm. which is fascinating and we have other guys who you know dave Asprey, for example loves it for sleep and talks about it for sleep a lot because when you have it before bed not to confuse you because you're like well hang on is this is going to make me sleepy it doesn't but it does act on your brain the nerve yeah. growth factor and the linesman acts on your brain and so what it's doing when you have it before bed is it's essentially a- activating and stimulating that neuroregeneration. regeneration and so you get into deeper REM sleep, which yeah. is very, very important. So yeah. you can track it with your Oura Ring or other devices, but you just know it's not the quality or the quantity of time, it's the quality. You know, and So it's how much REM sleep are you getting? And Dave mm-hmm. speaks mm. openly on Impact Theory and other um, podcasts about when he's having his life cycle lion's mane, he's getting deeper REM sleep by two, three times. Yeah. And so if you're a parent at home and you're only getting a small amount of sleep or you're an athlete on the road or whatever it is, Getting that quality piece is important. So I'm fascinated to hear about your dreaming. Yes. I'm fascinated to hear about your REM sleep. I'll let you
0: <laughs> um, So many listeners um, to the podcast, this is their first beret into mm. biohacking and intermittent fasting and mm. bulletproof diet and many other topics that I've openly talked about. Um, for, for the newbies who are mm. listening, of which there'll be many... Uh, what product would you recommend starting with in your um, range, or would you mm. recommend buying the, the pack that you were talking about with the farm yeah. in them?
1: I think, I mean, in terms of starting, the lion's mane is a great one. Um, like you've noticed already, we've had it, you know, 30 minutes ago or 20 minutes ago, and you start to get an inkling of something, and that's all you need. It's not to take you on some massive journey like, you know, in other podcasts you've talked about. There's a time and place for those for sure. Yes. Um, but this is for an everyday thing just to optimize health. So, the lion's is great um but you know other mushrooms like depends on what you need really right in terms of if, if you're wishing to have or you do have some anxiety or if you do have um you know some issues around ibs or any digestive issues turkey tail can be a good settler for that right um that's what the research has shown mm-hmm. ratio to calm you down so um the pack that we have the biohacker set is really full spectrum entourage effect where you know a disease covered and your day is covered and it's and there's a sort of a script within the pack that tells you when to have them throughout the day. Right. So, starting the day with cordyceps, lion's mane, and turkey tail, and then in the evening having lion's mane and reishi together. And the shiitake is sort of any time of day, so I put mm. that in the bathroom for myself and just whenever I'm brushing my teeth, right. have that one. So, you know, and then it sounds like a lot of information and a lot to do, but once you integrate it into your day and they don't taste bad and they're easy to do when you add them to your tea, coffee, or water. Um, as I mentioned, like our testimonials are just, I love reading the testimonials because they're yeah. just fun to see. I listened to some of them already yeah. on Instagram. People yeah. just say, I don't normally write testimonials, but this is da 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 da, da. Yeah. So that's fun. And yeah. we are mushroom farmers by trade. That's what we do. But we like putting them into the hands of you know key people like yourself, like Dave. Um, we had a, a surfer named Owen Wright, who's been using our lion's mane now for five months, and he had a traumatic brain injury from surfing big waves. So he was number three in the world at the time, just in his element really doing a good good job and going to be number one and then he had a traumatic brain injury when he had a wave fall on him and just crash and and you know he couldn't get back really to where he wanted to get back to. He got back but then started on the lion's man and now he's just an Olympian surfer surfer and he's doing many good things and he did a testimonial the other day just where he felt genuinely that you know it's changed the game for him in terms of his sleep. Wow. And so we just are here to make a high quality product just like any farmer and then um, get it into the people's hands who can hopefully benefit from it. And hopefully, we genuinely believe that's everyone. Mm. <laughs>
0: and sleep is so important. And I talked with uh, Tim Gray, mm. who's the UK's leading biohacker, about sleep optimization mm. and the importance of that. So, anything that can help us mm. optimize our sleep is, is amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. So, um, I, I guess. How I want to understand, because you've got so much knowledge and so much (laughs) to share. How did your journey with mushrooms begin? Where Mm. did it all begin?
1: It's probably unconventional in the sense that most people assume, oh, you you had some magic mushrooms, and then you said you're going to do some mushroom trip. But it was really, my background was high performance as well. That was my passion. I worked in the Premier League as a physio um, for a football club here, and I spent some time yeah. So you're based
0: in the UK. I
1: worked here probably six, seven years ago. Okay. Yeah, in the in the West Midlands for the Wolves.
0: Right. Yeah. Um,
1: So I worked up there for eighteen months or so, and very lucky to be in a good environment. Um, I mean, my old boss there and mentor was is now the head of medical for the England football team. Oh wow! And so it was a great environment, and I met guys at Chelsea and Liverpool, and met the medical team at Formula One Red Bull. So love that love that environment love how do we do better feel better be better um but then at the same time i guess i missed australia a little bit and just i thought how do we do things on at scale and then looked at the future of food and then from there ryan and myself so ryan and my co-founder we're sort of like okay let's start a business with, in mushrooms only because we researched that space when I mean, at that time we saw the cbd um really taking off and we and we thought cbd is amazing it's an important part of you know, our future, what other parts are there and we're very, I guess, in love with nature and the forest and things and that sounds very mushroom-like that when I say that But um, and sustainability is important. And so it ticked all the boxes, mushrooms, from a point of view of, you know, when you eat mushrooms, they grow off you know, a waste product or, you know, agricultural waste, no pesticides used, um, no habitat loss or no deforestation um, and so they grow very quick and so very economical in terms of carbon footprint. And very delicious, and have great nutrients, and natural, organic, and so it ticked all those boxes. we like, let's start a mushroom business. Five years ago, people going, that's crazy, um, and from there, it was still seen as crazy for some time, but people have started to see the benefits of mushrooms, mm. and it's become very popular. And I guess the main motivation was human performance for everyone. Mm. And so, in terms of these mushrooms, are now, you know, we can scale this product, we can ship product to the UK and Ireland and other places, and they can all benefit from these mushrooms. And I think that's an important part of the future is what are we putting in our mouth and also transparency around that. And so we're trying to be very transparent in the sense of, you know, we've got coming out on our next batch is a QR code where you can see pesticide report, heavy metal report, Amino acids and mycotoxins, and so you know, Dave talks about mycotoxins in coffee a Absolutely. lot. This is mold. This is um, one that is a big issue as well for human health. So, yeah, just being transparent and and building a company, hopefully that can have some small positive impact in mushrooms over the next ten years is going to be a big topic.
0: This episode is sponsored by my free business toolkit. It is the time to shift your thinking, to pivot and to create new opportunities to thrive. So if you're a conscious entrepreneur or conscious business owner and aim to run your business in a conscious way this year, then head over to jodyshield.co.uk where you can download my free conscious business toolkit. Really, really excited for you to dive into that. So you talk about using coffee waste mm. to grow your mushrooms. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so that was part of the circular economy, part of the, the life cycle philosophy, which is closing the loop. Yeah. Because at the moment we're making products, and you know, even in the fashion industry, as an example, we'll make fast fashion products, and uh, a lot of it goes to landfill as textile waste, and it's very polluting. Mm. And so um, we actually did it some trials with some big fashion labels where we broke down their textile waste with mushrooms. That's a topic for another day. But wow. um, the mushrooms have many applications. Um,
0: they actually break down material. Like they're
1: very good at eating many things. And really? so they can learn to eat um, and digest different foods being cotton and clothes very quickly. This has blown me away, <laughs> actually. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, so we did some trials because landfill waste from the fast fashion industry, the fashion industry in general, when there's returns, when there's um, you know, out of stock, out of fashion, out of season, it all just goes to landfill.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: And so um, yeah, closing the loop as a business was important, and mushrooms can do that, um, and that's where we sort of focused on the brand being called LifeCycle. Wow,
0: please keep me updated on that. It's yeah. really, because so many influencer friends of mine, um, I actually work with the CEO of Fashion Label at the moment okay. as a one-to-one yeah. client, and uh, she's really, you know, this is a big problem. Mm, it is, yeah. It's a huge problem, and so the, the thought that mushrooms can actually break down mm waste, material waste, like fabric waste, yeah. is amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so what mushrooms do in their natural environment, in the ecosystem and in the forest, and I think it's a good thing for people to notice, if you see mushrooms when you're walking in the forest, if you see them in your garden, that is a sign of a healthy ecosystem. Right. It's a very good thing.
0: Because most people would think the opposite, they? would they? probably well, try and kill them or exactly. and
1: kick them away, but it's a sign because mushrooms are a conduit within the ecosystem to help them communicate to each other so yeah. trees are able to communicate to each other yeah. through mycelium yeah. and mushrooms and just to give you one example when there's say a rock within the forest or you see a rock try lift it up and see if you see a white mat of mycelium underneath so this is the roots of mushrooms and so what's happening here is there is an exchange of nutrients where the mycelium and the mushroom will break down the minerals within the rock transfer them to the tree and in exchange the tree will give starches and sugars and nutrients to the mycelium and this is a a business exchange, a friendship yeah. that exists yeah. and has existed since millennia. And so that's fascinating. And so that happens all throughout the forest uh, and it's the natural internet, if you like.
0: Wow, <laughs> everyone's gonna be listening to this going, oh my gosh, mushrooms are so- solving world problems. <laughs> they
1: genuinely are. And that's where um, we just need people to, I guess, embrace the mushrooms yeah. and, and not, you know, they've been getting a lot of bad propaganda for a long time around shrooms and you know the whole thing around psilocybin and tripping and the hippies and things that was not all bad in many ways um but yeah for consciousness we haven't even really got into that too much Absolutely. but um so many applications probably don't want to overwhelm the, the listener but yeah, let's um,
0: talk a little bit about this now i feel like we need to go into this because <laughs> yeah, yeah. i feel like you know i've spoken i've asked you about um psilocybin and mushrooms and are the the mushroom supplements that you're talking about uh, psychoactive in any way you said no Mm. um but there's a lot of interest Mm -hmm. um in microdosing and psilocybin and you know obviously it's still illegal in this country Mm -hmm. um but I guess, is it, is it legal
1: in Australia? No. no. Uh, the UK and Australia are very similar in their guidelines and regulations. And I mean, the uh, UK is in front in the sense you've got CBD here. Yeah. We don't have CBD in Australia. Oh, so really? Yeah. Um, so I think US is you know, leading that space, and decriminalisation regulatory space. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, as you know, in Silicon Valley and in, in communities like that, um, that microdosing environment is, is very normal and probably a competitive advantage for those guys.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Um, interesting. Okay, so um, this is all about human performance and mm. the reason why you're here is that we're both into human performance, yeah. right? So um, what do you do on a daily basis to mm. increase your own performance?
1: It's always tweaking, um, but it's pretty natural in it at its core. And so what I've found works really well for me is getting sunrise and sunset in, is amazing for your circadian rhythm, um, for activating your pineal gland, for activating your serotonin and your melatonin. Mm. Um, And not easy to do if you're living in cities and I have the luxury in Byron Bay, which is a coastal town, a bit like a Hawaii um, in Australia. And so I walk down um, and watch the sunrise every day at the beach um, and I meditate at the beach. That's my morning routine, jump in the water.
0: Question for you, Mm. just sorry to dip in. Do you sit there for the first 10 minutes without sunscreen? And absorb it or you put sunscreen, yeah? No sunscreen. Sunscreen. no sunscreen, yeah. It's, it's, exactly. it's
1: like 6 a.m. Um, I don't yeah. get there's not a lot of benefit to be in the sun between 10 and 4, yeah, you know, especially in the Australian sun. Mm. So I try not to be, mm. um, and there's enough sort of sunlight at either hour of the day. But in the morning, you do find when that sun comes up for the first 10 15 minutes, I feel there's magic there.
0: Heard
1: it. I really do. If you're looking into that or you're meditating at that, it's almost like having a coffee,
0: yeah,
1: um, and so you get a lot from that. So that and that becomes addictive once you do that, you're like. I don't feel as good today. Well, did you do your morning ritual? Like, no, <laughs> simple as that. And, when the, and so, yeah, meditation, a bit of Wim Hof in the morning, breathing exercises. Um, cold showers? Well, I'm in the ocean, which is pretty right, cold at so times. So jump in the ocean. Jump in the ocean, have to jump in the ocean. Yeah. Um, and then also just, to be honest, walking barefoot, which again sounds probably hippie and very Australian Byron-like or mushroom man-like, but um, there's, you know, the exchange of negative ions are taking Absolutely. place. So even when I landed here from um, Australia, the first thing I did was get barefoot on, in a park. And it just helps whatever way, whatever chemical reactions taking place, you're getting that negative ion exchange and it helps ground you. Um, and it, again, it's just going back, what is biohacking? Hack your biology. Well, what's our biology been doing for thousands of years? Do that first and foremost, mm. <laughs> which is fasting as well. So that's the morning is, is that ritual of getting down watching sunrise, being barefoot, being in the ocean, being outside just being outside is very important as well for natural light um, and then in the morning maybe have a coffee or maybe just have the, the lion's mane, quarterceps turkey tail or have it in the coffee and then um, work out before say 2 o'clock, just around 1 o'clock. I find that stimulates a lot of growth hormone and testosterone um, even though you just want to eat, you're dying to eat. If you work out then you, you stimulate a lot of positive hormones um, and then working th- within that, that time as well and then um, yeah, the afternoon is a bit more relaxed and Head to the beach in the afternoon for sunset, and but within all of that is a lot of work, a lot of meetings, a lot of calls, and that's the perfect day if I can engineer that. If I'm at home, I can. If I'm on the road in London, not so much. But that's the general day. That's no, that's how I get you. into flow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and so, um, in terms of someone who's working out, because we've got a lot of fitness nuts yeah. that listen to the to the podcast, um, do you like? So you just said you work out. Um, do you take any specific mushroom supplement?
1: To enhance your workout, cordyceps. Cordyceps, yeah, cordyceps right. um, is very popular for that. Yeah, yeah, for energy, and you've heard Joe Rogan and different guys talk about it, and it's very true. It is it works very well.
0: Mm. Mm. Okay. Because it
1: helps from a physiological level, what the science has shown, it improves your VO2 max, improves your fatigue resistance improves the oxygenation of oxygen into your cells it's almost like doing the Wim Hof where you oxygenate your system mm-hmm. you can hold your breath for longer you can be more uh, tolerant to exercise cordyceps is similar to that so it's a, a great one for exercise
0: okay so we, we bonded over bulletproof coffee at the beginning mm. of this um, we we're talking about bulletproof and you said that you you drink bulletproof mm. coffee yeah. and fast every day yeah. so Dave Asprey is a big advocate of your products and your company and does he have a favorite that he talks about
1: a lot. His is the lion's mane. Um, yeah. And I think it is for everyone who starts there. The others have amazing power as well. Like within our team of team of staff, our 20 staff members, they love turkey tail the most. Right. Um, because it's such a stabilizer, it's just a, an amazing daily well being. And it's just like, even my neighbor came up to me the other day and he goes, Julian, and he's, you know, he's probably 72 or so. And he's, so it's like, I don't know about if it's placebo, but i on this turkey tail, I feel great. And, it's, and again, it's all anecdotal, but when you hear it time and time again, it's fascinating. But for Dave, it's lion's mane. Mm-hmm. He takes about four mil before bed. He's a very big guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and he's
0: four mil? Four mil. So what's the recommended dose?
1: Um, we just we recommend one mil, um, one mil. To, you know, as a standard dose. Yeah. Um, one or two meals is fine. Pretty he much. takes double. He takes double. He does, he's a biohacker. So <laughs> <laughs> he's on the edge. Um, <laughs> when we did the podcast, he took 12 dropperfuls of cordyceps. When we did the podcast, okay. and he was ready to run a marathon. He was ready to have, be in an MMA fight. He was ready to do many things. He had a lot of energy. He was just ready to ready to go. Mm,
0: mm, <laughs> that's amazing. Mm. Okay, so you've talked about mushrooms and how they, well, we kind of got the fact that they get you into this flow state. Mm. Um, are you? Would you call yourself a spiritually open-minded person? Like, do you say so you meditate a lot. Yeah. Do you channel, do you tap into your flow state via your spiritual channel?
1: I think so, I yeah. think in whichever way you want to call it, I definitely believe in that, and the more you believe in it, the more it becomes real, um, right. and I can, you know, in terms of business as well, in terms of things I wished or wanted to, manifestation, I believe in on a very deep level, on a very real level, and it's working, and I think I went to a talk the other day from Bruce Lipton, yes, um, The Biology of Belief, he happened just to be in Byron Bay, funnily enough and give a talk, and um, you know it's all quantum physics. So this spiritual thing that we may, people might say, oh, it's, you know, he's, he's, this guy's spiritual, or she's spiritual, at the same time, it's quantum physics, as it is spirituality. And totally. um, it was fascinating, the story he told about how um, sort of religion said, hey, we must control the mind, and for Isaac Newton, who wanted to be a scientist and study the body, we split the mind from the body into they're separate, but they are one, and that the mind controls the body, and so, what you believe here impacts your body, if that makes sense. Absolutely, no, for <laughs> sure. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's funny, everything you said makes sense, but I just want to pick up on something. It's like when people say to me, oh, I'm not, I'm either spiritual or I'm not spiritual. Mm. For me, that's like saying I don't have a mind or I do have a mind mm, because mm. I've, I mean, everybody has a spirit, everyone yeah. has energy. Yeah. You, can, yeah. you can see my life force kind of, this is what my spirit's like, right? Mm. So, I'm like, how co- you know it's so strange that mm. there's a disconnect yeah. in the understanding as to what you know being spiritual is or tapping into energy or life force yeah. is. It's just really interesting. We've we got a bit kind of lost along the way.
1: Yeah, and I think most people who are in their flow and are fully activated or happy or whatever's happening, they're tapping into that, mm-hmm. and so and it's available to everyone. And when you tap into that, it does um, does give back to you.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. So what? In your kind of field of understanding of human performance and mm. your quest for expansion, let's mm. say, mm. what's the most surprising thing that you have s- understood about the, the physical mind and body? Or what, what have you seen? What's the most surprising thing that you've observed?
1: Probably the ability to regenerate and the, bo- the body to be able to regenerate. It's probably not surprising, but it, it's amazing when I see it mm. um, from that point of view, in terms of not putting anything external into your body or things, but just understanding what your body, body and mind can do itself. Mm-hmm. Um, because when we talk about you know plant medicines or whatever it may be, um, they're only activating what's already in the mind in, in some way, um, which is fascinating because this DMT exists within the mind already, so how do you activate that? But how do you activate and control your biology? And, and Wim Hof's the perfect example of that um, mm-hmm. in terms of the ability to do that. So ability to regenerate, even as a physio, I would see that where Someone would, would be in a wheelchair and be told they're never going to be able to walk again and next minute they're an Olympian or yeah. they're back surfing. Or th- So that um, should give us a lot of empowerment mm-hmm. um, in the future and whenever you're sick or whenever you have an illness or whenever something doesn't go your way, you're in a job you don't like, understand the ability to manifest and create your reality and change your biology. And that's why I'm a big fan of Bruce Lipton, Joe yeah. Dispenza. I was going to say Joe Dispenza. All of these guys yeah. are really at the cutting edge of Medicine in a way if you want to call it that or performance
0: It's fascinating about Joe Dispenza and how he basically knitted his spine back together Mm. You know through meditation and through just focus Concentration and yeah, that's a perfect example of regeneration Yeah,
1: and so as a physio if I was a physio now, I would barely be touching a patient Yeah, even though they would expect that because that's oh, he didn't touch me didn't treat me It's here really and we knew that a little while ago in physio, but now it's much, much further down the line because this is what impacts the biology.
0: Mm. Have you seen the Goop documentary series on Netflix I've heard
1: about it. I haven't seen it Yeah.
0: So there's an episode on there with an energy healer Mm -hmm. slash osteopathist Mm -hmm. slash physio. I think Mm -hmm. he's been trained in many different disciplines. But it's really interesting watching him work on patients because Mm. he's... Um, filmed channeling energy through the body mm. and he's moving it through and working with the energy field. And yeah. of course, the energy field is way bigger than the body, yeah. right? It's like somewhere out here, something yeah. our, our energy bodies are like out the room, wow. <laughs> right? But it's just really interesting watching him at work because he just knows exactly how to tease energy through people's bodies mm. and spinal columns. And you can literally see people convulsing wow. when it's happening. It's, yeah. it's amazing. So I'm I'm relating to what you said about if I was a physio now I wouldn't be touching mm, the body. Yeah. You'd be balancing things and yeah. working on many different ethereal planes probably.
1: Exactly and helping them reach um, other other states gamma states theta states beta states to heal their body, to heal their ankle, to heal their knee and whatever it may be in that sense. So it's all very exciting, it's all very new, and we just need to remain open-minded to it. Mm. And also um, discerning as well, just like with any profession. There's good and bad physios, there's good and bad carpenters, good and bad electricians, it may be the same if you're working with some you know, healer or whatever you may yeah. call it. Um, and I can't say that I have worked with them directly, but I've done a lot of reading and been big fans of these guys. So I guess don't lose faith if, oh, it didn't work for you one time, it's like that with anything.
0: <laughs> so just on that, are the good and bad mushroom supplements so like Mm. i talked a lot on the podcast about cbd and how Mm -hmm. the market can be very confusing because Mm -hmm. you walk into the shopping center opposite this building westfield and there's like holland and barrett and all of these kind of vitamin supplement shops and you would not the average person would not know where to go for cbd Mm -hmm. Mm because there are so many different qualities and types is it the same in this it is and it will get
1: even more crowded because wherever there's a a trend and a hype and things people will jump on it and so what there is essentially in the industry is, uh, you know, most 98% of mushroom powders, all powders that you see, pretty much, will come from China, and that's I think a good entry-level product. Uh, we sell those pow- powders ourselves as well because some consumers like them. I'm not passionate about them in any sense because they're just the potency, the quality is not there. Um, and so what we I guess decided to do a few years ago was set up farms, so we have a farm in the US and Australia.
0: Right. We
1: have our own laboratories. and So, we so do, you've got two farms? We've got two farms okay. and we extract and we do it all from start to finish ourselves. And so that's one, how we know the quality is great right. and we can make a great product. Mm. And that really speaks for itself in the testimonials that we get. Yeah. You know, Having Owen Wilson, our world number seven surfer, talk about our product because he loves it, not because we asked him to. You don't get that normally. And so that's opening doors for us because of the quality of the product. But within the industry, Yeah, that's what's going to happen. You're going to get a lot of powders coming from China that have been branded. And that's um, sort of what's going to take place because to set up a mushroom farm, to understand that process is going to be a long process and not many people are going to do that in the next five years. But that's where we saw our difference. And that's where we believe in transparency with our customers. So we can tell them the pesticide report, the amino acid report. We can show them the farm. They can come visit if they want. It's in the US, it's in Australia, and it's local to those countries. Um, And I think, yeah, just by working with high performers who value our product, um, that will speak for itself. So going forward, yeah, you need to be discerning in what products you use and just go back to the very, very basics. How do I feel when I use it? Did I notice anything? Did I feel better? Try it for 10 days, seven to 10 days compared to a couple of others and see.
0: Mm. Great, thank you. I just wanna ask you this. (laughs) If psilocybin was legal, would you have a psilocybin-infused product?
1: We will have a uh, brand um, and a company based around that in the future, but not anytime soon because it's sort of, there's a lot to do before then. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't know what that looks like and if, but I think being mushroom experts, being leading in the growing space and leading in the extraction space, I think intimately we know mushrooms as good as anyone um, because what you are gonna get in psilocybin, just like you got in CBD is a lot of big bankers and investors and everyone hot to be in that space. Um, which is interesting, but I think if you know how they work intricately and intimately, you can develop a high quality product. And um, the application within psilocybin, how does that look? Not sure, but um, we're passionate about mushrooms and uh, we think they're part of the evolution and psilocybin is part of that down the track, but functional mushrooms are a good entry level, let's get the ball moving, um, ticket.
0: Okay, awesome. (laughs) One final question for you. Um, In addition to medicinal mushrooms, are there any other biohacking tools or techniques or anything else that you're exploring that you're Mm. loving and really into at the moment?
1: It's probably just getting back to basics for me, which is, yeah, the sunrise, sunset, wherever possible, Um, being bare feet wherever possible, natural light as much as possible. And the best thing about all of those is they're free. Um, So that's where you should start. Um, High intensity exercise on a fast is very good. Um, probably that, and then just high quality foods. Mm. Very less food, high quality food, where possible.
0: It's interesting because one thing that's really interested me very recently is this idea of um, mineral optimization. Mm-hmm. Because I was waking up every morning dehydrated for ages, and mm. I couldn't figure out why. Mm. And I'd have a diurelite sachet, which is really for diarrhea. Yeah. You know, I'd have one of those, and it would just suddenly wake me up, and I'd mm. be like, "What's going on?" And then um, I realized that it was because I didn't, you know, when we're hunter-gatherers, we collect water from streams, it's mm. got loads of minerals in mm. it, and now we don't do that anymore. So I'm just exploring this um, very high quality, like distilled seawater supplement mm, okay, that sports great. people use. Yeah, yeah. I'm really intrigued to see if it makes a difference because yeah. like, it's almost like the last thing in my biochemistry, if you call it that, that I need to fix. Yeah. So, because
1: yeah. what are you noticing that's not that's holding you just back? Just dehydration, dehydration, and like yeah. I said
0: in the morning, just feeling a little bit tired and mm-hmm. a bit dehydrated. I, it's it's small, and that the average person wouldn't even pick up yeah. on it being a problem. But mm. I know it's something that I want to yeah. fix.
1: I was very inspired, and if he's over this way, you should definitely interview him, the sports physician for the WSL, Jason. He's fifty years old. He's you look at him, mm-hmm. and you go, that's where you want to be at fifty. Very inspiring, and he's. Now I got to the point where he's, he's sleeping a lot less and I think he's just over-optimized himself. <laughs> he's just so healthy. over He's done his thing so much that he's just not needing to sleep as much as he needs to. He's just waking up with heaps of energy. <laughs> 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 uh, so, um, yeah, I'll connect him with you and if he's over this way, definitely connect, or if you're in Australia. But, um, yeah, there's so much potential out there. Um, and, I mean, he, he trained Kelly Slater for a number of years and Kelly Slater was very well-known as a surfer who looked after himself and one of those athletes who extended his career by looking after himself. Wow. And so those guys you want to learn from.
0: Yeah. I'm just seeing this idea for you, like this other idea if you ever were interested in running these kind of really amazing entrepreneurial retreats on your farm where mm-hmm. you could take loads of entrepreneurs there and uh, help them work through the medicinal mushrooms over a period of time. And yeah. Yeah. Do like some really high performance coaching? I'll come over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You know, I can do. really yeah. see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I, like I do
1: love that area. Yeah, um, it's definitely too. been um, a part of the passion, and I think everyone can adopt that now. This whole health and wellness trend—it's just about can you live your best life? Very simple. And you know, there's other the other things we haven't spoken about in terms of journaling and, and other pieces, and and you know, emotional relationships, sexual sexual health, all of those things. There's so many aspects to uncover and unpick. And you don't want to overwhelm people or yourself. That's why for myself, I don't necessarily use too many gadgets or anything. I'm just like, if am I doing those top five things as a base? And the other one I didn't mention is just really honing in on sleep now. Sleep hygiene is just discipline. You get caught on your phone late. You can do it so easily. Mm -hmm. And so we know the chemical and hormonal cascade that takes place if you don't sleep well, the release of ghrelin the next day, which is the hunger hormone, which makes you chase sugar and be less disciplined with food. And then then you're off track. So, um, yeah, there's amazing pieces of information out there. Luke Story, Dave Asprey, Tim Ferriss, Ben Greenfield, Joe Rogan, Joe Dispenza. So many greats to learn from. Totally, totally, (laughs) absolutely.
0: Um, Actually, just one more thing just popped up. Mm. People have a slump in their energy around three to four. Are there any of the mushrooms in the range that would really help people? The cordyceps. I think
1: the cordyceps Cordyceps. really is the one you want to have. And even lion's mane um, because you get into that flow state. It's not as energy lifting as cordyceps, but it does just give you that cognitive enhancement turns the brain on again. Okay,
0: awesome. Mm. So t- tell the listeners where they can go and buy these amazing yeah.
1: biohacker sets. Lifecycle.com, and we made it hard for people to, to spell it. It's spelled C-Y-K-E-L, but that was initially inspired by Scandinavia, and just as we thought you know five years ago, and they still are very much leading that space in circular economy, greener living. They seem to have some good things going on, so um, we just mix it up. So it's Lifecycle, C-Y-K-E-L. We're on Instagram and all those Places, but .com and um, a biohacker set, yeah, definitely um, a game changer in my eyes and what we've seen with our customers.
0: So when they go and buy the biohacker set, so there any videos or tutorials that they can go and watch to understand more about the products?
1: Absolutely. So we've got the um, the pamphlet and the handout that comes with it that gives you all the information, the research from journal articles in medical literature. Um, But then also we've got the on our Instagram videos on our YouTube um, how to use it, how people are using. Everyone tweaks and finds what works for them but um that's the entourage that's uh something that will help yeah, get your immunity right and just get you to a, a higher place in your health
0: mm, amazing well mm. thank you so much <laughs> i feel so inspired right now so i can't imagine what everyone else feels like listening to this um the information to buy all the products are going to be in the show notes and um, thank you so much for fitting us in whilst you're here in london thank you jody it's an you're an doing honour.
1: you're doing a great job with the podcast very important information
0: <laughs> thank you so much. Right, everyone, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode with Julia Mitchell. What a powerful, amazing, person. What a fountain of knowledge. So much amazing science and data in this episode too, which as I mentioned before, I absolutely love. So go check out his website, Life Cycle in Australia. You can order the biohacking set from there too, and you can also order it from Amazon. Now, I think the biggest thing that I took from today's episode was that mushrooms can actually break down textile waste in landfills. That is absolutely huge. I mean it just gives us so much hope for the future of this planet. I hope this is the beginning of your journey with mushrooms and learning more about the power of medicinal mushrooms and how they can support you in your life. So I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode of Be Electric and you can follow me at Jodie Shield over on Instagram and Facebook and head to my website jodieshield.co.uk. If this is your first time listening, please subscribe via your favourite podcast service and leave me a review. And uh, yeah, I'll see you next week. Lots and lots of love.